This morning on the Solemnity of Pentecost, we remember and celebrate the Holy Spirit descending upon the apostles in the form of tongues, flames, fire. And then the immediate result of that, they begin to speak in many languages, languages which they were not trained to speak in, languages which they'd never heard before. And the people who had gathered around the apostles, they hear the apostles speaking to them in their own native tongue. An incredible event. And I think that when we think of the Holy Spirit coming upon a person, and this applies especially, I believe, to our Protestant brothers and sisters, many people, when they, when they hear of the Holy Spirit coming upon a person, one of the first things which comes to mind is that person may have an ability to speak in tongues, to speak a language which they've not been trained to, to either speak in before or, or maybe even to hear somebody and interpret somebody speaking in tongues. Last year, in fact a year ago today, on the Solemnity of Pentecost, at the third and final Mass in Pondre County that day, that was, it was the Mass at Our Lady of Sorrows on the Kalispell Reservation. And during the homily, I, I can't make things like this up. This is too good to be true, but it is true. And this is exactly what happened. During the homily, when I was talking about the Holy Spirit, I heard one of our younger parishioners there who was probably maybe a year and a half years old at the time, and he was talking, which I'm completely fine with. I'd rather hear a child at Mass than... Uh, like in Afghanistan when I'd hear machine guns and rockets. Um, so I'd, I'd rather hear a child any day at Mass. So it wasn't bothering me. And he was talking during Mass. He's talking during the homily. And he was saying something which may, to most, the, the vast majority of people in our county, in our state, it would sound like babble, sound like gibberish. He was saying, yaye, yaye. I knew what he was saying. I knew one word in Salish. Yaye. It means grandmother. He was asking for his grandmother. And during the homily, I realized that. That he was saying something which most people could not understand. They thought was gibberish. But I knew what he was saying. Even though it wasn't my native language. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was fascinating. Special grace given to me. Last Pentecost. But many people, if asked, would, would say that they don't have the ability to either speak in tongues or to interpret what somebody's speaking in tongues. However, as baptized Christians, that's not necessarily the case. In fact, every Christian, by virtue of his or her baptism, has an ability to speak in tongues. And this is why. I'm going to read a very short portion of a homily which was written and preached in the 6th century in northern Africa. Now, northern Africa in the 6th century was the hotbed of Christianity. This was where the Catholics who were on fire, pedal to the metal, full throttle, lived. They were completely on fire, and they were evangelizing and preaching the name of Jesus Christ. 
This is the area where St. Augustine of Hippo, perhaps the greatest theologian in the Eastern and the Western Church, he emerges out of Northern Africa. So people are on fire for Jesus there in the Gospel. And a priest who's anonymous writes this and preaches this. Keep in mind, this is 1,500 years ago. Therefore, if somebody should say to one of us, you have received the Holy Spirit, why do you not speak in tongues? His reply should be, I do indeed speak in the tongues of all men, because I belong to the body of Christ, that is, the church, and she speaks all languages. What else did the presence of the Holy Spirit indicate at Pentecost except that God's church was to speak in the language of every people. So whenever we proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, we're speaking the language of heaven. We're speaking the language of the church. And if you've been paying close attention to the readings over the past couple of weeks, you'll know that Jesus tells us that this earth He doesn't belong to it. This is not his home. And for those of us who are faithful disciples, this earth is not our home either. And so when we preach, when we proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, when we tell somebody the good news about Jesus Christ crucified and risen from the dead, we're speaking the language of heaven, which is a foreign language on this earth. We're therefore speaking in tongues. So when you talk to somebody about what Jesus Christ has done for you, you are speaking in tongues. It's fascinating to think about, isn't it? I've lived in Italy for six years, four of those in Rome. And some of my best memories uh, from Rome, apart from the incredible pizza and gelato... We're being in some of the Pope's Masses in St. Peter's Square. And there's a few times where I would just stop during the Mass, and I was surrounded by 150,000 people inside St. Peter's Square itself, not including the overflow going down the Via Conciliazione behind us. But I would stop and I looked around and I would see flags from dozens and dozens of different nations flying. And I knew that there were people there from over a hundred different countries, easy. And I could not have a conversation with the people next to me because I didn't know their language and they didn't know my language. But I would stop and look around and just think about the fact that There's 150,000 people in this square worshiping the same God at the same moment, in the same way, at the same Mass. We can't communicate with each other, but we can communicate with each other. We're all speaking in tongues. We're speaking the language of the church. And I think that this is something... Whether we've been to St. Peter's or not for something like this, it's something that we should contemplate and remember that 
as members of the body of Christ, as that 6th century homily states, since we're members of the body of Christ, and the body of Christ, the Holy Mother Church, speaks every language, proclaims the gospel in every known language on this planet. Because of that, we too speak in tongues. In the responsorial psalm, we, we prayed, Lord, we're asking the Lord to send out His Spirit to renew the face of the earth. And I don't think there's been a better time to renew the face of the earth. We look around at what the craziness which is happening, the chaos, the anxiety, and so forth, and the earth needs renewed. And a lot of people in the past few months, either individually in conversation with me or in a group setting, they've asked the question, how does the world, the course that the world, the course which the world is on, how does that course change so abruptly, so quickly? How is much of society falling into moral depravity in a very short period of time? I don't know the definitive answer, but I, I believe that one of the answers, one of the reasons is because there's a void. There is a void. Catholics, Christians were not proclaiming Jesus Christ. They were not speaking in tongues to the people on this planet. They're not evangelizing. And because of that, there is a void which could be filled with anything. And it has been filled with pretty much everything. I think that that's the reason why, why many things like, like abortion, euthanasia, um, same-sex marriage... Relativism. Relativism has taken a huge stride in the past decade or two. Now gender uh, ideology. These things are filling the void, a vacuum which has been left by people not speaking in tongues. A lot of people just afraid to speak up. You know, society is telling them, oh, you better not, better not bring that up around your coworkers because you might, you might get scolded. Oh, don't bring that up that up at, at family dinner because you know so-and-so, they just don't like it when you talk about church. Well, you better not bring that up when you're in the mall. You better not wear that crucifix. Better not be seen with the rosary in, in public. You might offend somebody. And so people, they, they've been silent for decades in our nation and created this void which has been filled. And so our, our earth needs renewed. A lot of people are waiting for our government to renew it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I think you'll find that the more that someone or something that is not God interferes, the worse it gets. God does desire to renew the face of the earth. He desires to do it through us speaking in tongues, speaking the language of heaven, speaking the language of the church which is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's the language of, of unconditional love, unconditional mercy, of truth, of justice, and of goodness and beauty. When we speak these to another person, we are speaking in tongues. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come.